For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hi, everybody. Uh, we are back talking to Paul Brown. Um, had a lot of interesting discussion uh, dealing with the Bible yesterday and just as irrelevant for today. And that's definitely a question all of our students are dealing with. Um, and so today, as, as Paul said, uh, he, he gave me uh, this, and it's not really a question, uh, but he said, uh, he said this, uh, that there's a huge issue with education uh, being a modern-day idol for young people that education comes first, faith is secondary. Um, and then you said this has resulted in an increase in mental health issues. So why don't we, we jump into this just talking about how um, in your context, education um, is so primary and such a focus that faith is kind of being pushed to the side. And then we'll, we'll get into how this is led to some mental health issues. Yeah, I suppose it's a it's an observation, and um, with being uh, in in the same uh, church context, it's a it's a we're a middle class church, mostly professionals, um, uh, high academic success. Um, so a lot of our young people are very intelligent, um, who are very driven, um, who come from families who are very driven, and as such, uh, sometimes that proves uh, that creates problems for us in our ministry. Um, Sometimes when we were trying to get young people to come to our uh, youth ministry on a Sunday night, um, it finishes at 9.30 and, and, and some people will say that that's too late for a school night and then their, their children don't come or they come in consistently because they've got a test the next day or they've got, um, they've got exams coming up. And so often what we find is that our youth ministry attendance can drop around certain times of the year when exams are on whether it's christmas exams or whether it's um their summer exams so that most of our youth ministry runs from september through to april and once it gets to may and june it, it sort of begins to wind down and for me um i've seen this as problematic um in that i think we're we're sending the wrong message to our young people um they're navigating this life and and the one thing that they're taking out of it is that you know education is is becoming a modern day idol for some of our young people um, and 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 in some ways actually maybe so much more for their parents that that's the one thing that they have to concentrate on that's the one thing that you'll do well now we do know that um we want our students to work hard we want them to be um people who take the gifts and talents that god has given them and apply them but at the heart of that we want mature christian character and not just you know academic bright successful but not christian and actually they don't have spiritual roots they don't have a connection to you know god and his people so they become disconnected from the church because their their attendance is infrequent and and it's driven by a, a sort of a wider society which you know education is to continue to improve you know all nations want to see that they're doing well and succeeding um and so 
one of the things in our context is that we produce league tables for the schools so that in terms of their grades and their performance, they're measured against others and schools want to feature in the top 10. And so they, they drive harder and every year um, teachers are brought in to assess their grades and their grades have to improve. And year on year, every year improves. And, you know, the backdrop of that is, you know, when it comes to certain times of the year, young people are stressed, they have anxiety issues, they develop mental health issues because they're not living what is a, a sustainable life. And, and, and they're not learning how to balance life in a good way. And so the education obviously is important and we want our young people to continue to work well in education, but not of it, not of it's at the cost of their faith, not of it if it's a, it, it's pushing them away from faith because then you, you, what you're saying to them is actually education is more important than God, hmm. but yet nothing can be more important than God. God is, God has to be first. And everything else has to come from that. But, you know, that understanding, I think, sometimes is a problem. And and I think that's the challenge is that we're focusing so, so often in just one area of a young person's life in terms of their academics. And actually, there's a greater disparity now between young people who are from an academic background and young people who are from a lower working class or a you know less academic background that they're they, they have they have limited ambitions they have limited choices and sort of they're actually struggling and so christian churches need to model something which is different which values education but also values the whole person and as part of that that you're a child of god and how do you spend time with god's people and you you know and at times that maybe means parents making choices about what they do on Sundays um, and how they use their Sundays as a day of rest um, and not being uh, rule bound by that, but trying to create habits and lifestyle choices that actually help children rest, their, their, their children rest. And I think that's part of our challenge is that we've, you know, Every year we find that when it comes to certain times of year, our youth group just is can be decimated by mm-hmm. exams, and some young people just won't leave the house. You know, mm-hmm. they'll they'll stay in the house for two months and they'll just work hard, and then they get the results that they want or need, um, and sometimes they don't get what they want and they need, and then it's the how do you live with the disappointment and how do you, and then the questions come in terms of why have, why has God done this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Because, as you know, often when something goes wrong in somebody's life, one of the first people to blame is God. Mm. Um, and yet, you know, we we don't cultivate that lifestyle where actually you understand that God is there in the disappointment. And actually, um, you know, God has plans for each of us. Um, but those plans are not always, they're not always going to be at our, our success at all times. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes... It's part of the challenge when it kind of comes to how do we teach our young people how to live a balanced life, a life that is, you know, centered around worshiping God and that we won't be judged in heaven for our our grades, you know, but we will be assessed and we will be judged on our, you know, what we have done with our faith and how we've lived that out. And I think often that message of being disciples who make disciples is kind of lost because actually this is about education time. And so I, I think that's been, uh, it's 
it's not a question. It's more a question of the culture that we're in that is creating young people who are um, out of focus at times in, in, when it comes to their faith and, and their, their focus is, is primarily on success. And I think that breeds other problems and mental health is definitely one of them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, once again, you're saying so much that um, I want to jump in on and, and talk about. And um, yes, that sounds very similar to students over here, just losing sight of the primary focus being their soul, their faith, um, church, you know, attendance being um, of the utmost importance. Uh, I mean, we, we know we're not saved by our church attendance, uh, but it's vital to be connected to the church and have the church be a consistent part um, of our life. Uh, because, you know, going to church every Sunday is ultimately covenant renewal. Uh, we're being reminded of God's covenant to his children and um, hearing the gospel over and over again and, and seeing how, you know, that biblical worldview uh, does... Um, say something about education, uh, that it is, you know, vitally important. I mean, our brains are not ours. They belong to the Lord. And so we are to steward those brains, but again, um, not at the cost of, you know, our soul. And so keeping the, the primary importance on, um, the scriptures and the soul of the student. And, and I want to get into the, and you kind of touched on the mental health issues, kind of a, a side note, but something you mentioned, um, just kind of the, uh, the structure of your churches. You said that sometimes the, uh, church can go to 9.30 in the evenings. Um, that would be later than, than our context here, typically. You know, our evenings, I know some churches don't have evening worship services, but, um, you know, an evening worship service over here would finish around, you know, 7 o'clock uh, for us on Central Time, and I know that can vary. And Wednesday nights, we're probably down around 7.30. Um, and so just kind of a question, what, what does your church structure look like? What are y'all's times? Y'all, y'all typically... Uh, start, end, and then, you know, maybe even school. What time does school start in the morning? I'm just kind of curious about your context over there. Yeah, so uh, school context to start off with kind of starts at 8.45 in the morning and runs through to 3.30 each day. Um, there might be after school, you know, sports and a variety of other things that young people can do. Um, church context, uh Traditionally, traditionally, most churches will have a, what is a Sunday morning and a Sunday evening service. Even in smaller churches, they'll still want to persist with a, an evening service. So we're a church which has a long history of having multiple services. Um, part of that sometimes is down to size, but also part is it down to style. Um, and so we have two morning services, a 9.45 service, which um, is really early for uh, youth ministry. Um <laughs> Quite hard with teenagers on a Sunday morning, but we at nine forty-five is our family service, and it would that's where we would run our children's and youth programs, and then uh, we would have Sunday evening service, um, and have done uh, the whole time I've been there, and we have what is a youth fellowship program that would run after that, and that used to run till after ten, and we recognise that you know it, we don't want to add too many things on a Sunday that it kills people because sometimes churches have this tendency to kind of over program for a mm -hmm. Sunday and forget that it's a day of rest. Um, and so we, we have always found that Sunday is probably the best night. It's very hard. And again, going back to the academic thing that, you know, a lot of our guys wouldn't come out midweek, um, you know, to do potentially a faith based thing. Now we've started new initiatives to try and improve that but most of our fellowship would happen on a Sunday. And so we have 
two morning programs for youth and then one evening program. Now, sometimes there's an element of duplication in that, um, but we find that the Sunday evening program is is the, because it's connected to our evening service, which is a more informal, contemporary style of service, we feel it, and actually because of the timing, we think that that's a service which more young people are more likely to attend. One of the slight, most of our children and young people won't attend church until they're about 16 years old that's when they first start to kind of sit through a service by themselves most of our ministry that happens on a sunday morning is age specific Um, and so we've really struggled to engage uh, children and students in the wider church service in terms of being taught with the rest of their family Um, and we separate them out so there's problems with that Um, so yeah that's you know that's been part of our challenge is try to you know we want to prioritize faith and to do that we have to have a youth fellowship that happens after our evening service yeah that, that's interesting to hear that context and so let's touch on the the mental health issues again i think you, you spoke uh, to these kind of uh the, the lack of rest and the exhaustion and i'm sure just the the pressure of academics probably stress anxiety um so what, what are some of those that you're uh, that you're referencing there um, i suppose what we've uh i, I just have a, a teenage daughter who's just finished her first set of exams so i got to see it sort of firsthand as a parent this time you know and um as a parent you you want to protect your child and you want to say to them i want you to do the best that you can i don't want you to push yourself to too many limits i think often it's a complex layer of pressure you know the pressure is not all induced by parents not at all some of the pressure comes from the young people wanting to be successful wanting to compete against their peers and and the difficulty that that creates is that you know they keep getting this message that you need to do better you know some teachers sometimes will say in classes i'm expecting everybody to get an a or an a star which is the highest grade that you can get and that you're not here to get a B. And I think sometimes that, you know, that just creates that level of pressure. And I think it's trying to help young people be resilient. And I think that's often the challenge is that when stress comes, how do they process that? Um, Does that make them retreat more into themselves? Does that make them just work harder? So they don't get the result that they want, they, they work harder and they think they've got to do more. Um, and I suppose that's where the gospel of grace kind of comes in to kind of say, I love you just as you are. You know, before you were a star, brilliant material, you know, star athlete, you know, I, I love you for who you are. And I think often we're trying to kind of try to teach young people that actually their identity is not in their exams. You know, and we, you know. Christianity is not a works-based righteousness. It is a grace-based righteousness. And so it's not something that we have done, but actually it's something that God has done for us. But the world around us is, and, and around them is saying that actually you're only profitable to our society if you work hard and if you earn all that you get kind of thing. And so I think that's the that puts the pressure on the young people because they know that it's harder to get into universities. There's less jobs after universities and that you have to work so hard. And so then some people can cope with that and some people can't. And and some people 
are getting mixed messages from families who are saying, well, actually, you're not going to go to youth group when actually maybe what you need is 20 minutes of playing games and, you know, you know, having some fun with your peers and unwinding and, and taking rest. And so I, I think often that's the danger is that, you know, we've seen a lack of balance in young people's lives where they just they just work and they just work and they just work. And I just don't think that that it's not a it's not a biblical pattern. You know, the Lord worked for six days and rested on the seventh. And and so, you know, having Sabbath rest and, and, and taking that time is of what we need to be modeling to our kids. And so um, the mental health, the, the variety of things that we face in terms of, you know, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder and things like that there where people get into patterns of life and they, they overthink things and they just feel trapped hmm. and uh, you know, they drop out of school, they drop out of university, see transformations in their personality um, where they always feel like they're they're trying to measure up. And I think that's the, that's the dominant message that I see for a lot of for a lot of young people is that they, they feel it, they just do not make the cut. Mm. They're just not good enough. And if they just work a bit harder and give a bit more, they would be better. Mm. Um, and I, I don't think that's a gospel message. And I, mm. you know, I, I think that's often the challenge is that you're, you're competing with that, that mm. idol that it, it will never satisfy. And it doesn't matter how many exams you do, there'll always be someone who does, who does better than you potentially. And I think that's the danger for for modern day students is that they're being bombarded with messages that say your education is is your key to success and your key to life. But actually, I don't know what it's like in the States, but often lots of guys have come out of university and there isn't the jobs. They're just not jobs. Just because you have a university education or college education doesn't mean that you're going to get a job. And we had a it's going back a while now, but we had a young guy who um uh, was very successful in school, was good at sports, you know, likable, uh, well liked in the school, went to university, came through the university. And it's just, and then it, the wheels just came off because he started questioning life. He questioned his purpose. He wondered if he had a purpose. Um, and then in the end, he, he committed suicide mm. because mm. he just felt, he just felt totally trapped. And I think that's the danger is that um, for a lot of young people, if they just feel like they're a, a hamster on a wheel running and running and running and then when they come off they stumble and they fall and they're they haven't made the investment into into the the wider church family so they don't have that context of support where actually people can be there to look out for them and care for them because they've well they're disjoined or you know removed themselves from the fellowship and Often when I, we kind of talk to young people, we talk about the importance of fellowship being like a, a hot coal removed from the fire. The, the, you know, when you remove the coal from the fire, it, 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 it burns out eventually by itself, but you bring it back into the fire, it, it heats up. Um, and, and trying to say that, you know, the closer you are with the rest of us, um, we can learn from each other. We're there to support one another. And, um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think things like... I think things like Facebook, Instagram, social media have just added a layer of complexity. And so we get to present the best version of ourselves, um, which is <laughs> which just adds to the pressure on a, on a young person to say that, you know, my life's just not as successful as somebody else's. I need to do better. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you just, again, you're saying so much, and then you went exactly where I was going to go, um, social media. I, I mean, just... 
so much research coming out. I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast, um, but the pressure um, that is, I mean, there, there was someone who said that we're on the, the verge of the largest mental health crisis in, in decades. Um, our students are uh, because just, again, increased levels of depression, anxiety, stress, and there's so much of a, a parallel to social media um, because it is, and again, you, you, you keep pointing back to rest um, and not only just that, you know, weekly uh, Sabbath rest, but the daily rest. When you come home from school, um, students not being able to check out and being constantly connected to other students through social media it just creates this inner turmoil in their heart. And um, it's it's alarming. And I, and I think, you know, the broader culture, um, at least over here, is, is starting to catch on and, and say, okay, this is not just a Christian, you know, issue, but this is something, you know, where Christian, non-Christians are, are highlighting this. And so hopefully parents will start to catch on. Um, but yeah, that's, that's massive. Anything you want to say as we're closing this out? Uh, no, no, I think I'm okay. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks again, Paul. No problems. Thank you.